0: (laughs) Thank you.
1: Welcome to another episode of El Governor the podcast. I'm your host Abdullah, and with me today is
0: Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Marie Westbrook, and you may know me as Sergeant Jaxo so from Star Wars: The Old Republic, um, Balai from Indivisible. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going through in my mind all, all the different characters that I've played, but uh, those are those are probably the top two that you would know. I it's... just recently redid something for Vindictu- Vindictus as well.
1: Oh, that's cool. You're in Vindictus. I did not yeah. know that.
0: Yeah, they just did some uh, English dubbing in that, and I play Arisha.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. I did not know that. Yeah. See, you know, you learn everything. You learn something right? new every day.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Um, so, you know, first question is the usual one that, I've get. you know, everyone gets asked, but we have to go through it. How did you get started in acting?
0: Well, I sort of took the long route. I, you know, Like everyone, I went to college and got a degree in physics and chemistry education and was a teacher and uh, taught science for a while. But in the middle of that along the way, somehow I got into an acting class. That's kind of like a side note story. But I basically decided to to try it out because I grew up in a really small town in Idaho Soda Springs, Idaho and um, you know you don't really grow up thinking about being an actor or a voice actor or even really know that there are real jobs out there that exist like that so um, it sort of came my way anyway so I got into on camera and uh, from there I, uh, I got an audition for voiceover and I remember thinking, voiceover, like, how am I going to do this? I got to go find somebody. And this was this was years ago. This was probably 13 years ago. And I had to figure out how to record it. So I remember I tracked somebody down. They recorded it. It was uh, for Nintendo. It was a Nintendogs game trailer. And I booked it. <laughs> and I was like, what? So that was my first one. And then my second audition was Star Wars. The Old Republic, which I also vo- uh, booked through my theatrical agent, and then at a certain point, uh, after a few years, I just decided, you know, I love voiceover, and if I—I I, I always would say, if I only ever did voiceover, I would be totally happy and fulfilled. That's how much I love it in all aspects of it. And then one day, I was like, I'm not going to do it on camera anymore. I just—I just, I just want to focus on voiceover, and then the rest is history. And then I've been working ever since.
1: And was it easy, like, uh, you know, giving up on camera and transitioning to voiceover full-time, or was it, like, difficult?
0: Not even a little. It was so easy. My mind was made up. I woke up one morning, and I don't know what sort of came over me, but I literally remember waking up thinking, I only want to do voiceover, done with on camera, like, done. And I've even had uh, some people talk to me about doing some on-camera roles and you know I say look I'll I'll look at their script but I'm probably not gonna do it and this is no offense to anybody's script it's just you know you should have somebody that's completely passionate about doing that and right now I'm I'm busy um, doing what I do and and love it I love that in voiceover you get to be whoever you want to be it doesn't matter what you look like or you know anything you can if you can make your voice do that thing then you can be it.
1: I mean, that's what's so great about it is like, you know, you can be anything. You don't, you're not restricted to what you look like.
0: Yes. Yes. Which is really nice and refreshing. And um, it's fun. It's super fun. And it's also nice. And in a place, and when you just came from the on-camera world in Los Angeles, it's a really nice feeling. And the community as well um, has been super kind and embracive from everyone from the coaches to the other voiceover talent to the casting directors and I also feel like that's a nice really nice thing about the business
1: I mean there's not not a lot of backstage politics going on in the world of voiceover
0: yeah I mean look I'm sure there are definitely like everything has it but I think it's just so drastically different in the on-camera world and anybody who's in that world knows what I'm talking about for sure. But, um, and, and there, you know, obviously there's, there are wonderful people on that side of the business as well. It's just, it's just, I've, I've just noticed, and maybe this is, you know, I don't think that I'm alone in this experience, but I've just noticed the, the kind of the love that goes around and it all is kind of a small community. Yeah,
1: because it is small. I mean, you know, there are like, what, only like 30 or 50 voiceover people you hear in everything these days. So it's not that yeah. There are
0: definitely a lot of the uh, the the same people, a lot of the the same crew. You know, and you can kind of pick them out sometimes. There's definitely certain voices that everybody, if you're in in it, and I'm sure you can kind of pick them out and oh yeah, there there she is or there he is.
1: I mean, like I said before many times before on on this show. I mean, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of like you know voices and I and I you know once you listen to an actor or an actress like. Uh, do 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 what they do you kind of know what 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 their strengths and weaknesses are as an actor and and the amount of range they can they can do with uh with their vocal cords
0: yeah yes it's pretty amazing and some people are just phenomenal and i remember oh, i don't even know when it was it was years ago but i remember watching um the oscars and they had all this voice talent go up and do this really cool production and they had you know they were making wind sounds and just all these different amazing things that aren't just speaking in verbal you know words and uh I remember being completely fascinated by it and it was long before I was really involved in voiceover so yeah it's it's a it's a cool it's a cool job
1: no i mean and 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 you know it doesn't ever occur to you, like, when you're watching an animated thing or you're watching a video game cutscene, that that's a person doing that. Like, it never occurs to you that that, that there's someone getting paid to to do that. It's always like, ah, oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like I said, growing up um, where I did, it, 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 you just sort of don't think about that world. And I'm sure my kids, you know, when they're watching, I I've talked to them about this a little bit because i'm like oh yeah there's mommy or you know to hear this and or or somebody will be on um tv the voice is a, you know one of their favorite characters and i'll tell them that and their the look on their face is like what like no that's not elsa or you know that's that, what are you talking about mom so it's nice to be able to uh sort of hang in that area of uh you know disbelief
1: and and um what what's what is it about voiceover that you know made you want made you uh, wanted to want to pursue it as a full time uh, occupation?
0: Um, well, definitely, like I said, the the just the community. Um, I think that it's something maybe that was suited for me, and I didn't really know it all along. I mean, I even did a in college. I did a I was a fill-in traffic reporter for a radio station, and I remember I randomly found that job. It was like, oh, okay, let's go, and I got the job, and I, I did that for a while, and so I think it's something that, and I always used to make voices and stuff, I always used to be, I remember being in my room and making my bed and, you know, talking in different voices, and. You know, to myself and being the witch and being this and that, and so, and my mom is a speech pathologist, and my dad is a musician, so I think there's definitely something there too, so I think it's just it's that it's being able to be creative and play and uh just and have fun um and be all these different things I mean, be everything from like the you know the evil woman you know which all the things that you don't normally get to be in real life that you don't normally want to be, I'd say. And, um, to like, you know, some sort of goofy little animal or, you know, a tough, a tough fighter pilot, or, I mean, obviously the, it's just endless the amount of things that you can do with voiceover. And I think that in itself is so fulfilling and amazing to be able to sort of be, attached to a character, but adjacent, you know, it's like, it's the character and it's voiced by Marie Westbrook or, you know, this spot, but, and, you know, I'm not completely, it's not a hundred percent me there. There's animation or whatever else is going on. And I think that that's, I, I like that part of it too.
1: And, you know, with the beauty of voiceovers that you can, you can, you know, be a part of a star Wars project and not, you know, go through the makeup of, of, uh, playing the aliens.
0: Yeah. In that series. Right the hours and hours of makeup and, you know, and it's amazing. And I like have all the respect in the world for what they do. Oh my gosh. But yeah, exactly. There's, it's just, it's a different level when it comes to that, you know, you, you prepare your voice and you know, you keep working and honing your skills and I think that that never ends. But um, yeah, the on camera side of of doing some of these characters is absolutely incredible.
1: Um, and how, what, how, what was your reaction to, you know, getting, you know, booking um, Old Republic? Because that's a huge deal. That must have been.
0: Uh, well, I think that I was a little surprised. I think um, I didn't know I was auditioning for that. I don't think I knew it was Star Wars. I'm trying to remember. This is so, but I remember my, here's how it went down. though, This is funny. My agent called me and my theatrical agent because I didn't have a voiceover agent at the time. And he's like, so remember that voiceover audition you went in for, like, a while back? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, so they want you to come in and read for it. And I remember I was like, did I book it? <laughs> he said, yeah, you should probably get a voiceover agent. And I laughed. I'm like, okay, yay. You know, was, I was super excited. And then it was definitely that I was very excited, but I was, I was also – immediately um, self-conscious a little bit, thinking like, oh my gosh I, I haven't really done voiceover before. I have to I really want to do a good job but, and I, I, you know I, I have to go in and, and pretend like I've done this before, but uh, it, w- it was great. It was, you know um, Will Beckman was the, the director and he was amazing and I've, you know, still kept in touch with him here and there and and he just sort of led me through it and I had a really great character. She was so much fun.
1: You know what's amazing about that game? It's the only game it's the only video game that's in the Guinness Book of World Records of the most cast people in a video game. Like it the the cast is enormous. It is enormous the cast is huge. Yeah.
0: I did not know that part though.
1: Yeah no it's true. It's that's in amazing. it's in it's in the Guinness Book of World Records for most casts in a that's video awesome. game.
0: That is awesome.
1: Cause ev- well, cause, I used to be
0: one of those.
1: Yeah, because every person I've had on this show has played a character on that game, in one form or another. Oh it's...
0: my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it.
1: I mean, and, ah, and, and, I, and, wish, and I
0: wish my character could come back. Or well.
1: Uh, well, I mean, you can play like you know, that's a beautiful old republic. You can play like multiple right. characters. You don't have to just play one character. Oh, they killed my character off. Well, I hope they call me back for another one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I did have a few characters, and in fact, I've seen the same art. Like I've I've seen the same art for Sergeant Jackso with another character, but it's a totally different name and and um, uh, voiced by uh Carrie Walgren. So I don't, but I don't know what it is. But she's different. It's not my same character. It's interesting though.
1: Well, it's the same model, I, I guess, but it's like a different. Yeah.
0: yeah right. Okay. Right. Yeah, Which well. is probably why there's so so many actors in that. <laughs>
1: it's it's amazing i mean I, I think that game must have cost like an insane amount of money to get all those people together to i mean not together in, in one room but like getting them together just to do that you know via their busy schedules and whatnot and and all the expansions and all that stuff it's insane
0: yeah and just the time that i was on it i remember it was three years it was three years of going in, you know, periodically for sessions. So there was a lot of work involved in making that game for sure. And you know, I can only imagine, you know, I was going in here and there, but all the time in between, I'm sure it was everybody else going in for their sessions. So definitely, I'm sure it was a huge task.
1: And and, and that's the thing. It's like because when you're doing, you know, we talked about this before, but when you're doing video games you're doing it alone. There's no one there with you. Sometimes they'll play an actor in, but that's very rarely. That's very
0: rare. Yes. I'm trying to think if I've ever had a video game session with another or or had another actor played in. I don't think I have. I don't think I have. I think it's always just been me, you know, me there playing, (laughs) you know, again, sometimes the director will feed you lines for sure. But um, I think it's generally just been me alone. And commercials too. Commercials and... Of course, promo and stuff, but all of those—it's—it's it's very rare, especially anymore, where you're all together.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know why they do that because money, <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. and, which
1: Definitely. is weird. Which is weird because, like, we're in that point in time where I've talked to people who have told me, like, you know, we we do cast recordings on shows, and the booth can now fit seven people. So I'm kind of wondering, like, why don't they do that for video games? Like, you know. Doesn't have to be like the whole cast, but like just get seven people together and have them like go at it. I can guarantee you the performances will be a lot better. But you know that's just me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question that I'm sure a lot of people have answers to. But yeah, I don't know, and it, and it probably does come down to things like money and scheduling. You know, because it would take longer to do it that way. So. You know, and and being able to to, to get actors' time and stuff, you know, they'd have to be available for a longer period of time. So, yeah. And that's why,
1: you know, whenever I get asked, why don't you get this person on the show? Why don't you get this person on? And I always reply, you have no idea how hard it is to get one person to come on this show due to schedule. Oh my
0: gosh. (laughs) Yes, I can imagine. And even my schedule, like I was saying, I said, my schedule changes so fast, especially because I do. Um, a decent amount of promo work, and promo work is, is, you know, definitely all it all comes in at, at the very last minute, and which is, you know, which is great. It's all it's all fine, but it's it makes my days sort of unknown, you know, pretty often. So, but I can generally, you know, fit in things for sure. And is it I is, is like, it's lock is, out some time. Is it hard like
1: juggling like all the promo stuff and the video game stuff and all the callbacks that if they, they call you back and say, Hey, we need you to do this, this, this for this game or whatever, or is it just like easy peasy for you now?
0: Well well, I think that there are, you know, sort of two sides of that. I think it definitely helps that I've been doing this for a while and doing just voiceover for a while, so I am very fortunate in that I have amazing agents and and um work with a great management team as well that um and even some regional agents that give me auditions so I have several auditions a day so I am able to get that practice in so I think there's that and then um but yeah I do but also there are times when I have to snap out of it I have to be careful like if I'm doing promo I've just been doing you know promos like all new next you know that kind of a thing and then it's a commercial or something I have to and they want you to be very conversational of course I need to be able to kind of step away I try to do my auditions if I can in clumps like that where I can sort of do the things that are similar together if that makes sense
1: yeah because they want that creepy friendly tone that's trying to sell you something (laughs) (laughs) 24-7
0: Yeah, yes, because sometimes there's well in promos it's just more intense. Um, they want you to cut through the material, uh, but then commercials, commercials they want you to try, they, generally the you know what they want now the trend is to be well obviously the trends for things have changed in the recent months, um, but they still want friendly, relatable, you know, conversational, which uh, isn't quite the same. And then if you go into video games or animation it's it's different and video games are different from animation and and uh you know video games you get to play that character but to to me it's all sort of it's all sort of like a fun character because I just think of you know even in commercials I think of like oh this sort of thing is going on and this is the vibe and even if it's not the vibe like in my you know I try to create some sort of something in my head some sort of vision you know that's that's going along with it so that I have something to play to. And it's fun to go in and, and read the sides for video games and and do that. And there's uh, there's certain coaches that I've worked with that are really great at like bringing out all the fun, and and the directors that bring out like more fun than you could imagine when you're doing uh, video games, which you know is how it should be. I guess that's 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 what they do, but it's amazing. I said, can not you just be in my ear all the time? So I can just like, oh, yeah, this and oh, yeah, this. And you, they, they help you visualize. I think that's the biggest component.
1: Yeah, I mean, because that's all you have. Like when you go into a booth, you have to like, you know, do the visualization yourself. I mean, because I mean, yeah, you know, I've talked to actors before where they say, you know, you read the script and your imagination fills in the pieces because you have no idea what this is going to look like what the end product's going to be. You just go in there and you, you hope that uh, you hope that you, the performance you gave fits the vision that they're looking for.
0: Totally. Oh, totally. And there's times where I walk away and I think, Oh, like, yeah. And I think about certain things or, you know, it, that's, that's, and it's very rare that you'll get, um, well, especially for auditions, I should say, especially for auditions, but that you'll get any sort of visuals or music. That's so helpful. Like for a commercial or something, if you can get music, and for video games and and things, if you can get the visuals of the character, that's always awesome. And and sometimes you do, and sometimes they they give you visuals to give you an idea of the character, but it may not be that particular character.
1: And speaking of video games, one of your most famous video game video games that you've been in is was in In, in Indivisible, and I've actually yes. been playing that recently, and
0: amazing.
1: And it's and it's an interesting game. I mean, I have my gripes with it here and there, but it's an interesting yeah. game. And I'm kind of wondering how did that come about?
0: That so that was an audition that I had through my agents out here Atlas. And uh that was it I, I auditioned and I remember it was um you know, a pirate type character, Baltsai, and I now I'm trying to think but I'm 99% sure I had a visual of her and I was like oh this is fun but I didn't go full pirate with her and I remember thinking I just I just tried to do like my you know kind of a lower tough you know you know tough girl voice and um, and then I booked it and I was super excited and then when I went in and recorded with the whole team there it was really fun and, and they they showed me what they've been doing and about the Kickstarter and the whole process that they'd been through. And I always think about that anytime I do anything about how many hours the team and the designers spend, right, on on a video game before the voice actors even step foot in the door. So, and it was really fun and I was really excited about it. And then they did, you know, the press release and it, it was definitely a really fun game to be a part of. They really did a good job with that. They really did a fantastic job with, I feel with um, the release of it and kind of releasing each individual character information about them slowly before the official launch. And so, and my character is pretty awesome. I, I love, I love, you know, her, her attitude, her look. Like, it's just, it, it was seriously a lot of fun.
1: Have you seen like some of the, have you seen the gameplay? Cause the gameplay animations yes. are really great.
0: Like... Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I, I do love the fact that, that one of her moves is like she just like takes out a pirate chest and just throws it at a guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And there's there's something in there. Oh, I'll see. And I I would have to look and see what it was. But there's something she does, which, of course, I wouldn't have realized because, you know, when we're reading through through the lines, there's like, you know, certain certain words, certain lines are going to be used in different places. And we're not exactly sure during the recording sessions where they're going to go and somebody I can't remember what it was I have to look but somebody on Twitter made a comment they literally used oh it's like it's it's something like that's what my grandma that's a move my grandma would use or something it's something like that um and uh they said that to me and I did not know what they were talking about and I just sort of laughed and he's like, that's what your character says. Oh my god! Oh okay, that's right. So I remember, and then I remembered reading a line, but I didn't know what she was going to be using it as. So it's, it's definitely funny to like, like you were saying, all the like random little things that get thrown out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know, every character, like you know, when when they're doing the battle thing, they're like, take this or yada yada yada. They just like yes. do, do like these insane one-liners and. And you just go in there and you have no context for that. And then even after the game comes out, you you still don't have context yes. for it.
0: Yes. Yeah, not all, Not always, not everything. And that was in the very beginning. That was like in the very beginning when I got that. So I really, really didn't know because I hadn't seen a ton of gameplay. So it was, it was pretty funny. And then I wrote back, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: So... I mean, and, and, and that's the thing it's like, you know, you, you go into the uh, video game sessions like what, like four, four hours long. So it's kind of hard to keep track of, of like every single yeah. thing that you've, you did for, for a project.
0: Yeah. Yep. And you, exactly. And you have to, you have to kind of whip right along too. I mean, so when you're going through those, you know, a lot of times you're doing a couple takes of each line and you know sometimes they'll have you redo it if they feel, which is you know obviously that's great, and that's what they should do if they don't feel like it's it's exactly right, and they know exactly how it's gonna be used, but then oftentimes it's like okay next, next next and and so you really wanna make sure you've given some sort of performance that works,
1: yeah, because at the end of the day you're you're just like one piece of the puzzle, you're just totally. there, you're just there to bring another person's vision to life let's be honest
0: <laughs> yes yep and you want to represent that character well and the game well and yeah there's all of those thoughts that go into it when it when it all comes together and you get to see it it's it's definitely fun and also sort of a little unnerving because you're like oh my gosh did i you're like oh this is where that's going to go okay and it and it ends up fitting together nicely and that's thanks to the directors for sure
1: yeah, I mean, and that's and that's another thing is like that I think that goes underappreciated is like all the great directors that 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 come in and and have to like give you context and try to help you visualize and you know get yeah. get the best performance they can out of you because that's all they, that's all that you know that's all they get they got to do you know yep. when it comes to a project like this big and. And and massive and and there like so much money was put into this like I know I mean I know about the Kickstarter and mm-hmm. and the, the amount of money it made and all the all the people they got to work on this it's just yeah. it's just yeah. insane.
0: They did they really like I said they really did a great job and they did a good job of getting us all excited about it because when they spoke about it with me after I was done with my session and they showed me. Some clips and they showed me the trailer and stuff. You know, you could feel the excitement in them because this was their passion project that they were bringing to life, and it made it, it seriously brought the excitement level up like tenfold. And same with directors, like we were saying, I feel like there are just some people out there that just exude the passion they have for what they do, and it really shines through. And that's, you know, it helps bring out the uh everything in the actor and then of course then the the players can enjoy it from there. My I... brother's a huge gamer, so he's always wanting to know what I'm working on and he actually got to beta test uh Star Wars The Old Republic.
1: Oh <laughs> I'm actually yeah, interested she... now to see how that game yeah. played, like in the beta pr- he... process.
0: I know. He was like, oh my gosh, I know. He was obviously like Beside himself when he found out that I um, was working on something, and I said, you know, let me see if I can get you involved in a beta test because he's a computer programmer, and um, you know, and he's a game player. So he was able to do it for like a weekend, but he didn't find my character until the very last minute because he was in the wrong, the wrong class. I think he was like in Jedi class and he needed to be in Trooper or something. So, but anyway, that that's a super fun part too. He's always wanting to know what I'm in, and they they also play all the games oh another one that I got to do was a touring test uh, I don't know if that's if you know it's a um, a really really cool game and I got to work with um, oh my gosh I'm I feel terrible that I'm I don't have his name right in front of me because he deserves for me to say his name but I but I know he's he's his it's the voice of the guy in Game of Thrones that um, plays Sam's father and I, I play opposite him in this, um, and he's the computer, and I'm Ava touring. Anyway, it's a really cool um, puzzle game. So anyway, something definitely worth checking out. So my, my family's also played that one.
1: Is, is it weird, like, them playing stuff that, that you're in? Do you find that weird, or is that just normal now?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like... Uh, it's it's a little it's a little of both. It's not weird. It's more just like I I don't know. I get sort of you get self conscious sort of, but I'm getting used to it now, you know. And especially where it's um voice stuff, it's a lot easier to detach my personal self from it. Like I said, it's a you know it's a character that I'm playing. So and you know you feel proud, and I feel I feel happy that they're out there supporting me and and my projects, and and they're excited for me, and you know think that that it's cool. And, you know, that's definitely, uh, definitely a nice bonus and all my younger nieces and nephews and stuff. think it's like, they're super excited about it.
1: Plus, I mean, it becomes, then it then becomes a fun game of let's watch what let's watch and play this game. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're in it
0: <laughs> or so. Yeah. Oh yeah. My brother's always asking me, you know, all the games that I'm involved in so that they can, they can play it. Cause he's, he's up there. I'd, I'd say especially on the weekends he spends a lot of time I mean and then you have to tell him like
1: you can't talk about this it's NDA most of the time they give you like fake code oh, yeah. names
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah there, Oh yeah, that, and that's what I've told him I said you know I, I can't really even tell you cause he'll ask like what have you auditioned for I'm like first of all I'm, you know like you said I'm not supposed to talk about it second of all I don't even think I'd know that, because so many things are coded and, and this and that and Um, and I feel like I remember when I did Star Wars it wasn't coded but I do remember um, I mean possibly the auditions were I don't know if I knew that it was a Star Wars project at the end of the day but once I went in there I remember it was probably my second or third session at the end of the session they took the sides from me um, and they just were. it wasn't a personal thing it was I guess at some points the sides were leaked and uh, wasn't me and I definitely wasn't the one who did it, but somebody had leaked their side so they somehow they got out there. So they took every precaution after that and I'm you know and now, as you know, it's just even I feel like it as time goes on, it gets more and more secretive. Where sometimes people are recording, they really don't even know what they're what they're doing until it's released. I've had people be a part of things that I know people that have been a part of things they didn't even know they were a part of until it was released.
1: Yeah, because I, so, mean, I mean, I talked to someone who was in like you know, Mortal Kombat, and they you know gave them an audition for like a script, and and it just said guard number one, and they're like, okay, I'll audition for this, and then they come in, and then they tell them, okay, you got the part. By the way, it's Mortal Kombat eleven. You're Jade.
0: <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> I know that that's like the best news ever. You're like, what? Yeah but you don't know going in and I get it I get it they have to be careful and so many gamers and and fans are wanting to dying for that information and they have got to keep it under wraps it's it's valuable you know it's money it's value valuable for them so and
1: especially like especially sometimes like you get I mean I've talked to people as well who've gotten called back for like multiple parts cuz they were unsure who to cast them with, yeah. and that's and that and that became more difficult because they're like, oh man, I can't I can't talk about this because, you know, I hope I don't slip up because it's like, you know, these are really big parts that they're that they're coming in for, and you know, oh man, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, and then you start to feel the pressure. You kind of, when you're auditioning a lot, you get used to, just auditioning for things and sort of you you forget about it, but the, every once in a while there's something, and especially if you get a call back, and then you're like oh man okay i can sort of taste this one now like this would be so fun to play and if you're auditioning for different characters you get that callback it it definitely is more even more enticing and you start to think about it a little more and so yeah
1: i mean that's why i kind of like you know, lose my mind whenever like I I hear someone who I've had on the show be like in a in a new video game or a new project that recently came out. I'm like, oh man, I actually talked to that person.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, my next door neighbor is feels that way about. He's a huge Star Wars fan. So and we're really close with our neighbors, and it's his it's his their son actually. But um, he is like super excited about to talk about. You know, Sergeant Jackson and the video game stuff. And because he's like, oh my gosh, I like, I know you, (laughs) you know, it's it's, definitely, I can see it's, it is fun. It's fun to hear. And I obviously, a lot of these people are, are friends, which is cool. And it's fun to see them do this. And, and, and being in the on camera world, there's people that come on things all the time, like, oh, hey, awesome. My friends in this, there's, I've watched movies and had my friends in something and I didn't know it. And I'm like, oh my God. And I text them, I just saw you on this. It's it's pretty cool to be able to know people that are a part of, like, you know, the big sort of allure of video games and movies and Hollywood, you know? Oh, man. I mean, I, I
1: you know, I lost my mind when, like, you know, because I've had Sissy Jones on the show, and, you know, when, yes. when, when she was on, when, you know, when I saw that episode of the Owl House that she was on yes. as Lilith, yes. I'm like... Holy
0: shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. She is I love her. Susie and I are like we have so much in common that it's almost scary. We we're both from Idaho. We both have the same birthday. We uh actually have the same first name. I don't know her her, her birth name is Marie. And I know there's a couple other things in there too, but it, it just got to be like when we were throwing out things, we're like, "What? This is crazy! We're the same person." So I, her and I are huge fans of each other, and I uh, am like ecstatic over all of the amazing things she's doing, and she deserves all of it. She's amazing.
1: I mean, she's a BAFTA Warner, for God's sakes, you know? I mean,
0: right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Need we say more? <laughs>
1: And that's and that's another th- great thing about, you know, voiceover is like, you know, you, you have these really successful people and you talk to them and there's no ego at all, at all.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's – and that makes me happy to hear that you, you are hearing that because I feel like that just circles back around to what I was saying. Like I feel like everybody everybody's just excited to be able to do what we do every day every day i'm I, I literally I'm not exaggerating at the end of the day I, I think to myself like I am so grateful that this is what I get to do for my job I make money doing this you know it's it's awesome especially because I took all this which i'm I'm grateful that for the side route I mean i I used to teach space camp I worked at space camp I did all these other things in my life and then this so I'm grateful that I had that but it's sort of I took such a I definitely um, took a side street and went went off road a little bit and got into this world. And I'm so grateful that I got here.
1: Man. I mean, I should, I mean, you know, that's, that's what's so great about voiceover as well is like every person I've talked to has a different story about how they got into the business. And they're like, when they got into the business, they're like, Oh man, I wish I, I wish I did this back then.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There's definitely some components of man. It would have been great if I would have known what I know now, but you know, but I think that sort of goes with life, right? Like, oh, if I would have, if I would just have this information when I was 20, um, definitely. But then I feel like I, I, there's some, some amount of life experience that for sure adds to everything, your characters, you know, all the things that you do in voiceover t- to help to help you I think to help you be better
1: okay here's a here's a fun question if you could be any if you could play any character any existing character from any franchise who would it be and why
0: oh my gosh oh I feel like I, I feel like this this one has changed for me where I've like oh I really am dying to Um, honestly, I think, and it is, I'm not even going to be super specific, but I would love to be a part of, um, League of Legends or, you know, Riot Games, like in, in whatever capacity. And there's a reason behind that. First of all, I just, you know, they have some really cool characters and I've I've gone in and and done done some other stuff for some little stuff for them and but I knew the guys that started that way back in the very beginning and when they um got them the funding for everything they were in I was bartending at the time they would come in like every I think it was every Wednesday and they would you know kind of talk things out and We'd have some drinks together, and then they. Uh, when that happened, it was like a big celebration, and we were all cheersing. And, and then when I actually saw the facility, I was blown away. I was blown away. You like? I, do you know anything about the Riot Games facility? It's pretty incredible.
1: I've seen pictures of it. It's pretty yeah, huge. It's pretty incredible.
0: <laughs> and you know, I know it's a huge game, and I just I think there's something. I mean, there's so. Much, I mean, there's so many things that I would love to be a part of. Don't get me wrong, but that one I think has like a personal. Sort of, you know, taking it back, taking it back for me. That I would love to, to be a part of that.
1: And that's a game that started out like as a small niche thing, like a right. niche project yep. that became this huge phenomenon. Yep. Because there was no exactly. other game like it. No other game like it.
0: Yes, and now it's—is it the biggest game in the world, or was, or something? It's—it's it's something like that.
1: It's 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 one of the big big ones. I mean, League and and Dota are two are like the the two big ones I can think of, like that that yeah. the, the, they're played like competitively every year, which is insane.
0: Oh right, in, the, in that sort of setting, yeah. And then Fortnite, I know is huge. I mean, look, all those things. I would, it would, it's all fun. It's all fun. Like I think I think that's part of me as a as a voice actor and I'm sure my agents know this about me, you know, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I would love to do this. And, and then there's this, this other thing over here. Oh my gosh, I would love to do that. And so I definitely just want to be, that's been my, my life too. My dad called me the sampler of life. And and it's true. I've done so many different things in my life. And this job allows me to literally sample. And like I said, I do narration and, um, promo and, video games and i get to like have little pieces of all of that and i love it i love being able to you know have that variety
1: variety is the spice of life as they say
0: yes yes yes
1: (laughs) so uh before we go before we head out and close this out um do you have any advice for any aspiring voiceover people who want to get into the business yes
0: i mean uh I definitely there are so many people that will come, you know, wanting advice and things and I think the biggest thing is um you have to be willing to put in the work. Uh put in the work, put in the it, it's it's a financial investment when it comes down to it. Uh, I I think that the biggest thing is you take a class. And I always suggest taking a group class from the beginning, from the get-go because two things first of all you learn so much from not only yourself going in the booth and in the direction you're getting but listening to everybody else and then you listen to their direction and how they change so you're you're learning from them and also there's a camaraderie that comes from that environment and like I said the voiceover community is is embracive so I mean I still have friends from like my very first voiceover class so I think you do that and then from there if you're like, yes, oh my gosh, now I, 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 this is definitely something I'm interested in. Then you, you know, you have to take, take, be willing to take the time. It it definitely takes time to get, keep coaching. You're always coaching. You, you upgrade your booth. You get I started out with a super cheap mic on my desk. And at some point my agents were like, I think it's time to, you know, upgrade the mic. And, you know, and now I have a whole, you know, studio set up, but, um, it's, I I think that. I mean, so that's that's my that, those are the beginning phases. I feel like there's there's so many things to say, but that sort of sums up the, the the main points, the beginning points that I would suggest.
1: Also, I mean it's important to take acting classes or at least have some sort of acting experience before yes. you go in.
0: Yeah, and I think um I think there are people that get into voiceover, that that's what they really want to do. Um, and they're not coming from an acting background per se, but I think you can do that as well i think people will combine classes like i mean obviously i I came from from doing um on camera and theatrical work and stuff so i I obviously had those classes but um i think people will take improv and things it's definitely important and improv is huge and any of those classes will for sure help it for sure helps especially if you're doing super um strong character work
1: I mean, yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you might have a cool sounding voice, but if you can't act, you know, you're not going to, you know, they're not going to call you back. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. And that is definitely. And I think taking that voiceover class helps that, too, because plus there are plenty of people that have voices that you wouldn't necessarily think of as, oh, you should do voiceover. And they're amazing because there are all different facets of the industry. You can, you know, you don't have to have that voice that you know that that deep voice you can have all sorts of things and still do tons of different kinds of work so doesn't that having a great voice doesn't necessarily mean anything
1: plus you know you shouldn't do anything that's too straining or something you know you shouldn't do a voice that you cannot you know do for like 26 or so episodes
0: right i've definitely had auditions where in the middle of i come up with some crazy character and i'm like you know probably shouldn't do this because i don't think i could maintain this for for very long i have to come up with something that's going to be easier to keep if if it were if need be
1: yeah because you know you, you kind of you know
0: you can't um,
1: you, you yeah, know you, you can't, can't you, kill yourself before.
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> oh god because i because i've heard stories of people like vomiting blood <laughs> you know doing oh my god you know. <laughs> yeah Yeah.
0: oh yeah and video game work i definitely have had a couple video games where i couldn't I couldn't use my voice for about two or three days after. So yeah, it, it happens. It happens. And you just have to be, but I feel like a lot of games are very, uh, they're very good about telling you and, and allowing you if you have those, those sort of um. those, you know, small portions or some, some characters have a lot of that, but we have to do those efforts and, attacks and stuff then they'll tell you and they'll only they'll say okay let's let's keep these let's try to only uh make you do this one once you know this line once this one they, they, they're they trying to help you save your voice so and that's appreciated it's definitely it's, it's definitely been a, a conversation in the voiceover community and sag and as you probably know
1: yeah there was a huge strike about that a yep. couple of years ago so
0: yes <laughs> yep exactly
1: and that was a that was a hot button issue, but you know they, I'm glad they worked it out, and I'm glad you know we're at that point where you know these people can come back and and work on these um, amazing projects without having to worry about killing themselves.
0: Yeah, because you want to because if you're out for wor- if your voice is gone, you're out for work for other work. So yeah, it's it, it was a very important very important battle to fight. Yeah, so
1: um. Anything else before you want to say before we wrap before we get out of here? Because I don't want to. I mean,
0: well, no, I appreciate you bringing me on. It's fun to sit and chat about voiceover, right? It's fun <laughs> to talk about something that we love.
1: Okay, so uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you, to you later. Bye bye.